sorry, but I cannot keep my clothes on. Where's the garbage? No. Right there. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happened in this episode. It's been so long. Uh, you guys, we're so sorry about not having an episode last week and not really posting on Instagram about it. <laughs> um, that's my bad. <laughs> no, listen, we love you. We're so grateful that you guys come. We're so grateful that you love this shit as much as we do. But as we've said a thousand times, we're normal people with normal lives and normal jobs yeah. and normal health issues. And sometimes we got to take time to fucking be human. So, yeah. we're sorry. And sometimes our fucking, we are here and we are feeling all right and the fucking system fails us and we don't get to record an episode. So. That's right, our favorite fault. when we're sitting here yeah. and we're all pumped and we've already said all the things. We're like, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, oh shit, it stopped recording a while ago, huh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That may or may <laughs> we're like, oh wait, happen. why isn't Iana moving? Is she frozen? <laughs> Is China just playing the mannequin game? <laughs> honestly especially yeah. with yeah. china because china you'll look down a lot and the next thing you know i like i've seen you've been looking down for like a really long time <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little tricky but guys it's yeah. not because we don't love you it's not because we don't care we're super grateful that you're here we're super yeah. grateful that you listen we're super grateful that you've made it through this season with us because guys this is episode fucking seven we're almost done with this shit can you believe it toll academy episode seven queens of reality tv what's eh, good eh, eh, love eh. it so you guys this is fucking great we're gonna jump right into it because there is one episode left after this and i <laughs> on one hand i'm excited to end it on the other hand i'm sad to let it go does I'm, that make sense i have the yeah, same sure. experience yeah i'm like i don't know this season has been so effortless to me yeah. where like the last season of Flav definitely felt like a burden. Like it got to a point where I was like, "This yeah. is like not even fun anymore." I just because we started it. realizing what a scumbag Flav was when yeah. Flav wasn't supposed to be the scumbag, right? So yeah. like these guys were supposed to talk shit on, and they're right. an asshole, and yeah. we they're supposed and no to. No one disappointed sure. us exactly. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. that's what we signed up for. Yeah, I think yeah. we all had like maybe um, idealized Flav a little bit more than was healthy. <laughs> and again, the the trick with all of this is when you watched it in a different world at a different time, when you were a different person, the world was a different place. Like it's hard then to step back into it and experience it with all the enlightenment and knowledge that we now have right. um, and be like, oh my God, this is fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> How did yeah. I not realize how gross this was? Uh, and absolutely. am I gross because I used to like this? <laughs> we were gross. We were, we were gross. gross. Uh, honestly, and I can admit that. TBH, we're <laughs> yeah, still yeah. pretty gross. Yeah. We're still pretty gross. We're still pretty though. gross, yeah. but it's a different kind of gross. It's like right. an Like I almost shit myself gross. before we recorded. Right, right, that right. That kind of gross. Yeah, that Fair. kind of gross. Not like, uh, like disparaging specific groups of people gross. Uh. Like everything in the early 2000s we apparently are a, was a solid evolutionary gross that's all yeah yeah yes. yeah yeah, yeah, yes. yeah fair good way of putting it china so, so this week we start out immediately with a little bit of an odd therapy request they're bringing couples on? in what? individually oh, i love this because in my heart, I'm like, oh, finally, I don't have to talk about my penis in front of everyone else. And then I get in there and I'm like, shit, I have to talk about my penis in front of family. Oh. <laughs> family week. Wow, wow, wow. 
There are only three couples left in this house, and our first couples to go into therapy alone are Ashley and Josh. So we've got Ashley's dad and Josh's mm-hmm. aunt and mom there, and it yeah. is awkward from the jump. <laughs> it's uncomfortable because, like, every dad ever does that thing where they're like, yep, and if you hurt my daughter, I'm going to fucking chop you in the throat kill you and i'm yep. like listen this is also someone's kid so like can you fucking cool your jets <laughs> does anybody you know what I feel mean? bored by that stereotype like i get embarrassed by it because my dad would do that shit and i would get like just my whole body tightens up and cringes you know okay what I mean? well i guess this is we're a good group to survey here because china yeah. i feel like your dad was the opposite of that your dad was like come on dude spend the night and, <laughs> and, and andy's dad was like I will fucking shoot a shotgun up your asshole. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. I'll put it this way. My dad was very much like, oh, let's high five and shop for girl jeans together. Yeah. Oh my but God. Incredible. Of course, you're not ever spending the night here, nor is the door being closed. Oddly, it was my mother who was like, <laughs> oh, just let them have their fun. Meanwhile, Ooh. if she ever caught me like making out or something, she'd be like, out. Out, you creature of the streets! And I'm like, okay. Let her have her fun until she Work has her out. fun. Yeah, yeah. Iana, how about you? What was your dad oh like? Oh my god. My dad is, like, the most, like, effeminate hetero man that has ever lived. <laughs> like, this is not my dad. My dad, the thing my dad would do would be, like, let's talk, like, Proust. Like, my dad would be, like... <laughs> sit down and talk about like Russian literature. Like my dad. Oh my god. No. My dad Oh my god. Ne- is not masculine in any way other than being like biologically male. Like my dad literally has four cigarettes lit in his mouth. <laughs> he and he has some sort of like NRA hat on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what yeah. makes me love him so much, but that is not oh, yeah. my experience. I think we all had, this is really interesting because we've all, like, grown into the same person, but I think our origin stories are so, so, so drastically different. So funny. I never brought boys home. I never brought boys to my house. I never, like, anything I did with boys happened very far away from my house. Uh. If somebody came to my house, it was under the guise of, like, a youth group situation or, like, something overtly Christian so that they wouldn't even have to question, like, what our point was. I did get busted once looking at my neighbor's ween in the pool, and that that was really uncomfortable. (laughs) And I will never forget that. So I... this. Short and sweet. I'll give you the short story. His name is Justin Long, not the famous one, just my neighbor. Um, And we were in, I had a pool growing up. It's like, it sounds so bougie to say, but I was wildly white trash and super fucking poor. And somehow my parents got this house with an in-ground pool. And it was the only reason I had any friends as a kid um, for like those months. During the winter, I had no friends. But um, (laughs) during summer, I was super popular. And so we were in the pool together, and I was aggressive. I know you're surprised <laughs> to hear this. I know everybody's face is super shocked right now, so pull it back, yeah. pull it back. Yeah. Um, and I dared slash threatened him and was like, show me what you're working with. And he showed me, and I'm sure it was like the equivalent of a pinky at that point. We were so Dude, young. Yeah. Like, yeah. this yeah. is probably first grade, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I was like, look at this clam jam. <laughs> and um, 
nothing good happened. There was not even any humping or anything. Like, I remember it was pure curiosity, no physical engagement. And I remember my parents had to call his mom over and she had to come over. And it was like a super uncomfortable conversation. And I think I just like astral projected out of my body to like get through it. Yeah. But that was it. That's literally like the only boy conversation that ever had. And then the next time I got caught with a boy, I ran away from home. So yeah. Oh my god. I didn't have any of this. So so good for me. (laughs) Incredible. My dad smacked a kid once. He did. He smacked the kid because this is such a lie. Well, like it's it all started on a lie. Believe it or not, I I was standing shocked on. My front porch, and we were, like, just kind of, like, I, I'm pretty sure, like, just sitting next to each other. My grandma told my parents that he had his head in my lap. That Whoa. never happened. I would have been proud of that. Like, yeah. I'm sorry that never happened. You know I what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We didn't even kiss. Like, it just wasn't like that. However, he was a smartass is the problem. Uh, yep. That's what attracted you to it. him in the first place. Yeah. He yep. had a safety pin in his eyebrow, guys. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> do you have spiky yeah. hair? He had spiky black hair. And I he knew was like he six foot four and like 110 pounds. It was Her, perfect for that time. He sounds like a dream. China, you okay, babe? She <laughs> just comes. China just comes. Well, unfortunately, his head didn't go in my lap. But I don't know why she said that. It was like, I felt so betrayed because I was like, why would I be on my front porch and do something like that? Like, in broad right. daylight. Like, it just, none of it made any sense. My parents weren't mad at me, but I think they went, my dad did the whole, like, hey, stay the fuck away from my daughter. You're too old for her. Also, this is what I heard. And I don't know what he said, you guys. I literally don't know what he said, but it must have been uh. something smart because my dad smacked him right across the face. <laughs> Yep. And then he offered God, to I wish date I you for that. the rest of your life after Well, that, he or? called me, like, from the payphone in the street and was like, come down to the park. And I was like, do you want to die? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Like, I don't do no such thing. And, I, and like, that's You're the like, last time no, I ever this, saw him. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the last time we talk to each other. I don't <laughs> yeah. know what happened. But nah, bro, we're no. done. Like, Every I can tell you guys, it was hard for my dad to stop after one smack. Like, I'm I can sure, tell yeah. you that whatever he said was bad because my dad would never. And he was like 18. So I, I think like it was fair. I like he said, like, your pussy was delicious or something. It had right? to be something like that because, yeah. I, again, I think my dad would have <laughs> never. Like, it must have been something bad. And I think he knew he was 18 and was like, uh huh, fuck that. Yeah. I'm going to hit this kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he was like, you're an adult. <laughs> like, like it was just so fucked up man i don't think i've ever told anybody about that because i'm still so embarrassed i'm 31 you guys and i'm still embarrassed about that story oh, oh my god god anxiety yeah. is the best isn't oh. it you i probably- honestly i cannot wait till we get back to a time where i can hug your dad Oh, I'm not even gonna tell him I know, but I'm just gonna be like, this hug feels better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so so many, so many too. parental hugs now. So oh, many well deserved parental hugs, and honestly, he probably saved your butthole. He did. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. he did. He was bad news. I ended up running into him a few years later and was like, wow, dodged a bullet with that one, like yeah. for sure. Definitely. And your dad was like, yeah, bitch. Clearest <laughs> thing. We all saw it. Like, I don't know why you thought that was safe. Honest to God, like I don't like to admit when my parents. Parents were right, but my parents oh, were right. Yeah, it's painful yeah. about that one. However, yeah, it's so not good. This episode is just that. It's just that. It's yeah. just a lot of parents being right and Honestly. a couple parents being wrong. I don't know. There's only <laughs> well, three we can couples. get right to it because yeah. Ashley and Josh is not very eventful. No. Josh and Ashley. No. 
Um, Ashley and Josh's mom had some beef. They they got over it in the yeah. therapy session. It's all good. Moving on, right? Like it's, right. It's nothing super boring. dramatic. It's just that they had some pretend internalized tension, and they yeah. said it out loud, and everybody feels better. Great. Yeah, and that's good. Um, Ida and Sean, dude. So we have oh. Ida's best friend and her sister, and we have yeah. Sean's mom and his sister, and boy, oh boy, are these humans cut from different cloths. Yes. Um, yes. Sean's sister and mom, uh, they're very shy, very quiet, like definitely don't seem comfortable on camera. Ida's mm-hmm. sister and best friend are like, my space. Yeah, <laughs> like they were born for this moment and they're yeah. hype. So the energy level is very different yeah. and the tension is intense. So yeah. uh, Trina tells Sean's, well, she tells everybody, you know, yeah. this is a little bit awkward because Sean actually came to the Tool Academy with another girl, Jamie. And so we've been yeah. rebuilding from there. And like, again, you get the two very different situations. We get sister, Ida's sister and best friend, like, He's this piece of shit. Like, yeah. he's consistently hurting her. We're the ones who are constantly picking her up every time he breaks her heart. Not surprised to hear this. And Sean's mom and sister are like, you don't actually know Ida's not perfect either. And it was Dude. super Ooh. uncomfortable <clears throat> because... That the, was hard. Yeah, the way they come to his defense. Like, we all have you seen what? what a piece of shit Sean is through this whole yeah. process. And the way they, like, carte blanche, having no context or no details, are immediately like, well, she's not perfect either. I was like, ooh, don't want to hear anything right. else you have like, to say. We, uh, let me put it this way. And the thing is, is like, I know I don't have a kid, but... But I would do this with any of you because this is I what did. best friends do. This is what good people do. Like, let's say I went to the Toll Academy, right? Because yes. you, one of you were in there, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they said to me, well, this is awkward because Iana actually came in here with a different dude first. I would have been like, first of all, high five. Secondly, you're kind of an asshole. But third, it got your back to your homie. Right. I would at least acknowledge <laughs> bam, that you did bam, something bam. wrong. You know what right. I mean? Because all Ida is saying is, listen, Sean's mom, like, I've come to you for sympathy as a woman to woman. And you cannot ever even admit that Sean has done one yeah. thing wrong. And that's her response is, well, Ida, you're not perfect. And it's like, yeah. all she wants is some validation that she's not fucking crazy. And right. that, like, yeah, she you did can not have come her... in to this therapy session going, well, I am not to blame for anything ever at all. Right. Hardly. That wasn't her Simply energy at all. just was like, hey, this is kind of a theme in our relationship of how I am treated. Yes. I don't handle things great either, but can we address this elephant or right. Yes. Right. 100%. Yep. And if we want to talk about why Ida acts crazy or why she acts clingy or why she's needy, maybe it's because he fucks 30 other girls at the same time. Like, right. again, uh-huh. shocked that Ida is still with him. She can clearly oh, yeah. do a lot better. But, like, all I'm saying is, like, let me, let's talk about the behaviors you think aren't perfect for Ida. And I bet you I can trace half of them at least back to your <laughs> son's behavior. 100%. You know what I mean? And it's super off putting. And I agree. As the only parent in this group, like, yes. sure. I would never defend my kids' behavior in that way. I've thought about it a lot, and it was one of the things that scared me about becoming a parent was like, whoa, yeah. what do you do if your kid's a fucking piece of shit? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. There's no way I would ever make excuses for shitty behavior. Like, that's... Right. Maybe that's just me, It's but enabling, like, though. No, that's a good thing. Because otherwise enabling. it's enabling, and you're never going to help your kid grow into a better person if you just enable their bad behavior. And that's exactly what Sean's mom does, and that's why she has a 30-year-old fucking man baby. Exactly. You know what I mean? 
However, so, we do get a little more insight into Sean's backstory, which I think we yeah. wouldn't have gotten if we didn't have a family episode. For and sure, essentially yeah. what we find out is Sean's dad dipped hella young, like when Sean was very little. And so Sean became the emotional support for his mom very young. Again, not Sean's fault, not his mom's fault, probably not right. handled perfectly, but it sure. seems like the relationship between Sean and his mom is maybe a little too codependent. It and is. Sean feels very strongly that he needs to be the man of the family. Like he yeah. takes great pride in that. And also this comes back when Ida's sister brings up, everything is about money with you. Everything is about financials. Like, oh, I provide this, yeah. I provide that. And essentially what comes out through that is Sean's family was extremely impoverished Partially because of his dad's departure and his mom trying her best to support them, but not being able to provide them with much. Sean has been paying the bills for his mom and his sister since he was able to. Yeah, so right. providing is his love language. Providing is how he shows he cares. And um, it, it, it shed a lot of light into why he is the way he is. Again, shedding light is not an excuse. Yeah. It's just an explanation. So we know right. why he's a piece of shit. We understand yeah. why he's a piece of shit, but that doesn't excuse him being a piece of shit. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. No, well said. Well said. So moving on to Matsu and Jenna, we have Matsu Flex's sister and mom and Jenna's mom and dad. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so much awkward. Holy shit. So... Jenna's mom and dad, like, her dad is a deacon, and her family is super religious. Like, no joke. Like, I couldn't believe it. And you guys, I'm just going to be, I, I hope I'm not offending anyone, but honestly, like, fuck it. Whenever, every time that they ask the dad or mom something, it's like they just spew back the standard textbook Christian bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're like, so tell us about yourself. And he's like, well, first of all, uh, we're Christians. We're God and we believe. People. Uh, Jesus Christ died for our sins. And then they just keep going. And it's like, no, but what about you? What about yeah, you as yeah. people? Anything like, like, can't, I can't stand about that brand of yeah. Christianity yes. is that when people don't want to actually have to put thought into something or form their own opinion, they just regurgitate a right. sermon. Yes. Or, the you know, standard. well, according to the Bible. Well, no, I'm asking you, a yeah. human being, that is not a Bible character, a question about how you feel about right. a thing. He Ugh. can't. The so mom, this, the wife, the mom doesn't talk and the dad say only much. says Bible verses. It's right. very uncomfortable but for me. But it does shed a lot of light into why Jenna has remained abstinent in this yeah. relationship up until this point, right? It felt very weird, especially when other people were trying to out her for having a very prolific sexual history, yeah. but just not with Matsu. So it's like now all of a sudden we're meeting her parents. We're realizing how devoutly Christian they are. And to me, her like abstaining from sex with him actually is more of an indicator that this is important to her. Yeah, than, I agree. Than anything yeah. else, because casual sex to her, she would have done it and moved on. She has done it. She's not a virgin. She just has abstained with him. And they right. do announce, I think, in this episode, that they're six months into this relationship. So very, right, very right, fresh, right. very new. Yep. And this is the first time that they're meeting each other's families. No yeah, pressure. How LOL. How <laughs> terrible. How terrible. 
terrible. Yeah, so great. Um, and it's great because basically, like, uh, the therapist says something along the lines of, like, all these obstacles you have. And Jenna's like, hey, mom and dad, just to be clear so everyone's on the same page. The obstacles that she's talking about is that me and Matsuflex, we haven't had sex yet. And the reasoning is because he's fucking his ex-wife. And I was like, oh, my God. And my mind is like... Oh, yeah. She says it so, like, cut and dry. Very and matter of fact. Very matter of fact. And then whenever the um, therapist is like, so uh, what do you guys think about that? He's like, well, as our Bible says, uh, no sex before marriage is how we feel. Right. And, and, like, and then he just still starts, like you said, like giving a sermon. And I'm like, like oh. but how do you feel about him fucking his ex-wife and he's with your daughter? Like, but guys, get back guys, to that? let's not, let us not be totally trumped by that awkward situation let us turn to Matsu's family who is then like oh he do be hot though right like he got that swinging dick he's just gotta use it and I was like what is this? What level of hell are we it's, in right now? Oh it's my god. so fucking uncomfortable. It's literally his mom and his sister say oh. nothing for the rest of the episode. But the only point they get in, and again, bless the editors. However, <laughs> the only point they get in is like, well, he's extremely handsome. And sometimes it's hard for girls not to suck his dick. Yeah. You know, well, that's essentially what they say. They're just like, he's super fucking hot, and pulling tail has never been a problem for him. So if he's oh not God. fucking your daughter, it's because he really likes her. And I was like, yeah. well, that point yeah. could have been made much more. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, you guys. Like, cra- like, this episode is, again, like, they usually get so dull. That is not the case. You're no. Family it, brings not. fire! I always love family up. Oh, God, right? So, it's a challenge now, and I don't like this challenge. I'm just gonna no. say it. No. no. Ugh, each couple has to take care of a baby pig. First, they have to catch it, then they have to bathe it, then they have to clothe it, and then they have yeah. it for 24 hours. I don't like it. I don't care for it. Anytime live animals are used, I'm yeah. not a fan of it. Let's, um, let's look to our brethren in the UK. Love Island knows how to do a baby challenge. And yes, you do it thank with you. a plastic high school baby that has a yep. robot chip inside. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Love Isle. And I don't like it um, because oh, what I do, though, I do like <laughs> that when they're changing it, Josh goes, I think he just turded on me. <laughs> aggressively turds their baby pig aggressively yeah. turds. Yeah. the funny part is they don't they're not like assigned a pig there's just three pigs loosey-goosey covered in grease and these yeah. three idiots have to chase one down and catch it and josh poor bean I small know. and slow has a I hard know. time yeah. eventually catches it but this pig is He's shooting skinny arms at Aww. him He's one in- of them also has a very long boner it made me very uncomfortable yes i think it was their child it was their oh, baby yeah, yeah it was a bit of a lipstick kind of situation Look, in yeah. that pig was just traumatized so you know what you go ahead you shit on everything and have a boner <laughs> i understand yeah you poor baby yeah and the, honestly jenna is mean to the pig and i also didn't love that and i was shocked by that to be honest jenna is very impatient and it actually surprises me that that is her behavior with her family there because you would yeah. think yeah. with family present you want to show like your best most christian self and that's not what she's doing at all she's like very put off by the whole thing in fairness her boyfriend has made a terrible first impression and she may just be like wildly uncomfortable and want to get out of the situation sure. yeah. but like the me whole too thing, and it's not even me <laughs> yeah, 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 i know yeah. right same 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 but she's the only one like the other two couples at least ida sean is not great but ida is at least 
doing the most maternal job yeah. she can. And then Josh and Ashley are, like, killing it. Absolutely. They're doing so good. It's just Jenna, like, she's so mean about it. But um, I, I have my favorite quote of the episode that happens here. The couples have the pig strapped to their chest. They're eating with the family. Yeah. And uh, barbecue pig. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, like Ida's like, Sean, are you eating pig? And he goes, No, it's pork. And I was yes. like, Ugh. Yes. That's not an idiot. But uh I know. But my favorite quote is Matsuflex is sitting down with Jenna's parents and he says, Well, you know, things are hard, um, because we found out that I was sleeping with Meg's wife. And he says it almost <laughs> like like he was informed as well. He was right, also yeah. informed. We were yeah. all collectively informed that I was having <laughs> sex with my yeah. ex. Dude, the way he says that had me, I was dying. Like, I we found out. I was slapping myself. We found out. Well, um, it was a little <laughs> difficult because we found out that I had had sex with my ex. The whole table was just, like, eyeballs to their forehead. Yeah, like, dude. What the fuck do you mean we found out? Yeah. We found out. What a way to word that, dude. I it just was like, cool. oh my god. He's it trying to sound intelligent. He's trying to sound like, He's trying to know. sound like he wasn't just fucking cheating. Right. He's like, <laughs> it was like cancer. Well, we found out that actually I, I have this disease and... No, no, right. it's distancing called you can't himself. keep your dick to yourself. That's yeah, all. he's yeah. distancing himself. But the other thing that happens during this time, so we get, like, quick little shots between all the family groups, is he spends the entire time talking about himself. He yeah. explains yeah. the Matsuflex brand. He, expla- he speaks about himself on the third person. He oh talks God. about how, like, people just want to be around him, and he's the next generation, and he's going to save the world, and, like... From what we see, he doesn't say shit about, I love Jenna. I'm excited to spend my life with her. I really want to, like, become more vulnerable with her. Like, he doesn't say any of that shit to her family. He literally pitches himself to her family like it's a reality TV show. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not impressed. Shocker. Yeah. I know. He's terrible. Uh, The family luckily leaves. And when they go home, uh, they have these little piglet cribs. And I thought that was so cute. Like, there's a hay at the bottom. And yeah. uh, everyone's like, oh, how wonderful. And Ida is, like, kissing at it and being sweet. And this just sets Sean off, dude. Dude, this was one of his weird psycho, like, break moments that I just, I yeah. don't understand. He's on a dime. And it is yeah. wild. Yeah. 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 And it's scary, honestly, because it it's is. triggered by nothing other than alcohol, obviously. He fucking starts screaming at her, and uh, this part really grossed me out. He says, you know what, Ida? I'm not going to treat that pig like, it, it actually disturbs me that we would treat a pig like we would a small human. It doesn't have a soul, Ida. It's not, doesn't have a soul like a human, Ida. And it's like screaming at her about how, like, I was like, dude, you're fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Like, you need to take a fucking seat right he, now, man. Absolutely. But he also then... Then brings in his childhood again. Yeah. And he talks about how he grew up on a farm and raising pigs was part of his childhood and he will never go back. It's like he had this weird trigger yes. where it was like a pig reminded him of his farmer childhood yeah. and poverty and struggle and like I will never pretend that a pig you is know my what, child. Though? That shit is such garbage because the second they announced that challenge, I because I watched this a second time because it's been a week since he watched it, so I yeah. watched it today. I paid close attention to it. You know what I mean? Because he he has this freak out. I paid attention. When they announced the challenge in Catching Pigs, he's fucking hooting and hollering. He's all excited and happy and he rips his shirt off and he's being cute with the pig and this and that. So why now, all of a sudden, are you triggered? Because he's drunk. 
Which almost makes me feel like he's just fucking mad, man. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like that, it, that he's just angry and he's trying to find some sort of validation. That he's a violent for it. alcoholic and right and and puts the reasoning of his behavior on whatever the circumstances, regardless exactly. of how reasonable it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's what it seemed like. I'm not totally. trying to like discount anyone's trauma. I'm just saying it didn't seem sincere to me whatsoever. And taking Ev- it out on Ida is not acceptable, or the right. pig, or the pig, not acceptable. Yeah, not acceptable. everybody has fucking trauma. Violent reaction is not how you deal with it. You I are can literally guarantee that some conversation happened with his family before they left. Yeah, that probably put him in a place. Yeah, that was very very dark for him. Yeah, and instead of you know saying that or dealing with it because obviously we didn't see it, right. I am totally certain that he just went off. Like he couldn't keep that wow, in. Wow, good point. And it just it came out real ugly. No, I and, agree. You know. Shitty, but well, that's what happened. Good point. I didn't even think of that, but that makes so much sense considering the way he just snapped. Yeah. 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 It's fucked up. Um, thank God in the morning the pigs are taken away. Yeah. I was very grateful for this. And um, Definitely that night. was not 24 hours, but okay. I know. Yeah, right. I know, but that was fine with me. I was like, God, get the pigs out of here. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Poor things. Like, so um, that night, Sean, I think, is feeling insecure about the argument with Ida and he decides Uh, yeah yeah, that has to be what it was right yeah he decides that they're the only real couple there's a whole lot of like uh all right so babe um all right I fucked up last night definitely all the cameras producers and everyone saw that (laughs) right and now uh we definitely we need to make a move we need to make a play and make sure that everyone knows that we're the only real solid homies here everyone else is fucking fake all right go team yeah, what? Literally. And she she's basically like, I'm okay with Sean fighting for us because we're getting down to the wire and he's fighting now, not just fighting, but fighting for us. And I was like, no, he's just fighting with people. Like, well, actually, honestly, he hits me because he loves me and he uh, just wants me to do better. That's what that sounded like so hard. No, literally. Up until this point, like, I have had a lot of empathy for Ida because me too. she came into it in an awkward situation. Yeah. She clearly had been mistreated. This relationship is obviously not healthy. But when it got to this point where she was like, just, I will make any excuse for his behavior to get us to the next spot. Yeah. I, I was like, like girl, that's yeah. not what's happening here. That's not what's happening here. Yeah. Not a good look at all. And if all. the goal is for him to learn and grow, that's it's that's not what you're pushing towards. What you're yeah. doing is enabling, like you said before, yeah. like the families. You're enabling the already existing bad behavior. You're not pushing him to be a better person. So what is your plan here? Because we're down to bottom three. What's your goal? It's so gross. So they're sitting at like dinner, I assume. And Matsu makes a comment like, man, this could be the last supper for one of us, right? Like it's a bummer yeah. that one of us has to go home. And he's being super like chill about it. Yeah. And Sean's like, well, it'd be really fucked up if uh, we go home because we're the only real couple here and they're like uh what and he's like jenna isn't it kind of weird that you haven't fucked matsu who i would totally fuck if i was dating him for six months in the future right right just to be just to be clear and she's like um no like my parents really religious he's like yeah speaking of your fucking parents it's weird that you guys haven't met each other's fucking parents before and he's she's like yeah my parents are super religious i'm pretty sure i just said that and it's like yeah a very weird situation for us and he just pops off and is like hey ashley guess what if josh really loved you he wouldn't have called you fat yeah, and i was like dude. what is happening here josh is or, or sean is literally like throwing fireworks into the fucking meal trying to stir up as much shit as possible because he knows 
knows he's out of control. He knows the he's grasping lost at straws. Is yes. so yes. pathetic. And it's so, so desperate and sad. And yeah. that's like Ashley just immediately is like, "Oh, honey, no, we're you're yep. not. We're not letting you do this." Yeah. And he's like, "You know what? You don't even want me to make you cry, Miss. I don't want anybody coming for me." And I was like, "Sean, oh my god!" And I was he actually calls Josh a pussy for yeah. no reason. He says he doesn't have any opinions and lets Ashley run all over him. And I love that Ashley's like, "You know what?" Or maybe it's Jenna. She's like, "You are so full of shit." And he says, "I'm full of energy. I'm full of truth." <laughs> Matsu says, yeah. why are you yelling? Yeah. Why are you so insecure? This Honestly, is probably the first time Matsu's ever seen someone else have a fuck this apple. Because, <laughs> you know, like... Witnessing a fuck this apple, yeah, you cannot yeah. process it. I but it, it's really <laughs> interesting because, again, like, the back-to-back episodes, like, Matsu's been an absolute shitstorm. Yeah. And yeah. this episode, Matsu is, like, so calm, so, so collected, chill. so present... Honestly, I think it's an alcohol intake thing. Yeah, I don't think sure. Matsu got drunk because the family was there. Right. I think he yep. had a drink, two drinks, but he's not drunk. And so the more aggression Sean brings to him, the more Matsu is able to be like, hey, man, why are you so insecure? Where's this coming from? <laughs> yeah. What is this about? I Let's look it. back uh, at you. Oh, uh, Dr. fucking Matsu has his PhD. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> can't take it he can't take it he's so emasculated by matsu yeah. not responding with anger yeah that he fucking throws him into a wall yeah. he does he pushes like, him really hard it was good yeah. and matsu the sexual maintains. tension was high yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, i cummed a little but he but matsu like i was impressed with matsu's ability yeah. again this is why i think it's alcohol stimulated for both of yeah. them um matsu is just like Hey, hands up. He's like, I am not instigating anything. I just asking you questions as your friends. Like, why are you yeah. so worked up? Yeah. What's the problem? And Sean is like, hit me, hit me. And Matsu's like, never gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't wanna get eliminated. You're being dude. an idiot. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna yeah. let you fuck this up for yourself. Dude, Sean Amen. is the lacy. Sean is the lacy. Yes. If you will. Yeah, of yep. the yep. Academy. Yep. Totally. Running around, starting shit, pushing, doing what he can without getting eliminated, like it's super fucked up. Yeah. And then it gets a little bit more fucked up because again, we've always sort of been felt sorry for Ida, like you said. We've always sort of empathized with her and really uh-huh. kind of stuck to her. But right. we have the we have the standard pre-elimination girls therapy, right? right? And when they go in there, Ashley and Jenna discuss Sean and his antics, and they're like, honestly, this is a this is a shit show up there like Sean is butting his head in everyone else's business not focusing on his own relationship he thinks I'm fake he thinks you know this one's this and that and Ida defends Sean and and not only defends it Jenna's like you cannot possibly look me in the eye and tell me that you you condone what Sean did up there right and she says you know what actually like maybe I do because I do think that your relationship's fake and maybe Sean has a point and gasp audible gasp Ugh, yeah, it's so I was painful. It's so painful and it's so disappointing because it's like yeah, it at this moment you're like, I see why you're here. Yeah. Yep. I see why you're here. I see how you got here. And I also see that you're not fighting for change. 
you're fighting yep. to maintain this abusive, unhealthy relationship. Yeah. Exactly. I, you're just like his mother. That's why you yep. don't get along. You enable his bad behavior, too, yep. except for when it's towards you, sweetheart. And that's yep. a fucking problem. You can't watch it. You know what, though? I dated that asshole, right? Of I course, dated somebody yeah. who we laughed when he did shitty stuff to other people or whatever. Yeah, I mean, we always felt kind of bad about it. We were always like, he's an asshole. But like, And then when it turned on us, we were like, wait a minute. Yeah. And that's part <laughs> yeah. of being young, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, of course, because you always... You always think that you're exempt from the behavior, right? right? And, like, it almost creates a more dangerous environment because you convince yourself that, like, oh, well, he's like this with other people, but it's not about me. I'm I'm safe. And then it's, like, very quickly you see you're not safe. You're not safe. All it takes is one more shot, one more beer, one more whatever to push him over this line because... We're dealing with a, a broken, unstable person who yeah. needs help, which is right. why this is so frustrating because it's like the facade of help. But yeah. like, honestly, this person could benefit some, from some real like intensive therapy. It, honestly, he and could. And that's the thing that's sad about this is that, I mean, well, there's a lot of things that are sad about this. But I do, just to get it moving, I do have to say that I think Ida show showed her we we knew sean was faking it right we knew all along sean was faking it and we thought that ida was sincere but i think this episode was proof that ida was also trying to get that hundred thousand dollars oh yeah you know what i mean because up until this point i thought that she really wanted it to work with sean and it became very clear suddenly that Uh she's willing to do some stupid ass shit to try to stay in this game yeah rather than have her boyfriend change i think that's what top three looks like man i think when people get that close like all of a sudden we've seen it between all of them except for josh and ashley who are the only ones who i think are genuinely trying to have a healthier relationship yeah but everyone else changed the closer they got to that grand prize it's like okay now we're focused on the goal as opposed to focused on the the actual like experiences that they're offering exactly yep and that's so sad that's i mean that's such that's so unfortunate because it is, but that's reality TV, baby. We ain't I here know. to heal yep. people. We're here for a good time. It's Woo! true, and it is patch ceremony elimination time. <laughs> Bottom three. What do we got? <laughs> they run through each one, uh, right? They say, Matsu, you talked about yourself a lot. You made yourself look like a dick. Josh, you're all right. And Sean, why are you always an asshole? Yeah. You know? You're, you yeah. have anger issues, and it's, it's really fucked up. Yeah. So, so they give... Um, they give somebody a badge first, right? No. No. no? This is perfect. They call Sean Yeah, first. and immediately the, tell us. the two of them are like, how in the fuck does this asshole get another pass? Right. And yeah. I was like, oh boy, sit back. I got a feeling, a good feeling for you. I got and a feeling. And they were just like, uh, yeah, Sean, welcome to the front and center. Um, you are actually such an incurable piece of shit <laughs> that at this point it is just a, a waste of oxygen to keep you here so yeah i would love for you to pack up all of your tools and, and exit the fucking building and i was just like yes bitch yeah yes it was incredible so and i love that she pointed out like it, i firmly believe that you've been faking it this entire time and the yep. second things didn't go your way yeah. your true colors showed that you haven't made any progress this entire yep. time like you're a fake a baby and a bitch <laughs> get out of here get and, to step uh, in. so he walks out the door and outside you guys <gasps> ida walks up to the platform and she says tell me what happened yeah and he says 
I got expelled because I'm the biggest alpha male here and I'm a threat to all these other guys. I just have to tell you, David left the room. That was that. <laughs> that was the room where that was it. It's so David gross. left. Yeah. He went upstairs. He didn't even say a fucking word. Now, I yeah. thought he was going to the bathroom or something. Then like an hour went by and I was like, is he ever coming back? And he was like, that was so much garbage. Yeah, that was so it. much trash in one sentence. I yeah. had to, I can't come back down until and you're And similar right. to the noise that I just made, that's what happened when he said that. I just like out loud cackle. Yeah, yeah. No, I couldn't he- believe it, man. I couldn't believe it, but I also could believe it. It's like, he's so deep in his delusion of being a good guy and doing the right thing and the world just trying to hold him down. Like, he's so caught up in that fucking belief system that that was what he brought. And so now we have Matsu and Josh standing on the fucking balcony balcony. heckling this bitch, which I was so here for. Yeah. But um, the dynamic but between him and up. Ida, they yeah. do fuck up. Yeah. I, but but no, verse is great. Yeah. I I was really surprised because I thought Ida would be like Krista and just be like, I told you this was it. the last straw, yeah. and you still aren't taking responsibility. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Get your life together. And she doesn't because uh. the boys fucking start shouting insults. And it, it's like back and forth. Sean I didn't shouting, think she was ever shouting. gonna leave anyway because she was already too team him back there yeah. supporting him. And I was like, oh, she's going home with him. It's not. Oh yeah. Matter. Oh yeah. But, she was gonna go home with him one way or the other. But the first, yeah. like Matsu's heckling, and it's all funny and it's yeah. all good. And then Josh, Josh adds, you idiot, absolutely. Josh. I feel bad for him here because he knew he fucked up the he second he did it. Yeah, he oh, was God, just he trying did. to like step up and be part of the game and be to the be big man. man. Yeah, and yeah. he called her a whore, and I was like, nope. You, there was absolutely the yeah. No Sean's the asshole. Her. We yeah. don't need to make Ida nope. an asshole. No, he says yeah, and your girl looks like a hooker, yep. right? Right. So yeah. then, this is where shit hit the fan. Sean goes running back in. He is at a fucking 10. If the security delightful. is in between them, Why Josh did they is let shaking. him in the building? Why did they know. let him in the building? They could have stopped him 100 next... yards before he got there. Oh, yeah, but we needed this footage. We have to yeah. have the confrontation. Josh yeah. is shaking in her boots. Matsu oh. is standing in between Josh and Sean because, you know, I mean, what, honestly, protecting. Sean would yeah. kill him yeah. in one bite. They're is a security guard, and he is screaming, fuck you, you fucking bitch. It'll take the fucking National Guard to stop me from coming here and fucking you up. Like, blah, 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 and he's going off. And then Ida's yelling, just because you think about me when you fuck your fat girlfriend doesn't mean I'm a hooker. If your girlfriend could even fit in my clothes, and immediately Ida starts going off. Now, listen, I totally understand what Josh said was fucked up. Completely uncalled for this and that. Ashley said nothing. Ashley did not, her weight didn't deserve to be talked about. Like it was, it showed a lot of what Ida is for real. Oh, yeah, exactly. Because when they get back in the limo, Ida's like, I know where they live. We'll fuck them up. And she's going off, you know what I mean, being just as much of a piece of shit as Sean is. When they get in the car, there's all these clips as the credits are rolling of them smoking a cigarette. And, like suddenly they look high. Dude, I don't know what's with that. It was incredible. This scene where they show them then, it's like yeah. all of a sudden the masks came off and we were yes. like, oh, here they are. Here's the real yep. The fuck, real dude. them, yeah. And they it are was terrifying. <laughs> they are amped. They are mad. They are violent. They are threatening. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's exactly who they are. Yeah. And yep. you're right. And it's like. There's a piece of you that's like, God damn it, Josh. Like, why did <laughs> yeah. you have to say that shit? Because 
one, you don't mean it. You yeah, were just, you he were just literally trying was in. trying to be mean. He was yeah. trying to think of the shittiest thing he could say because that's what Sean does. Sean yeah, is right. mean. Sean had just, again, brought up the whole thing about him making right. fun of his girlfriend's weight. Like, he thought he was on the same playing field. Yeah. He didn't realize, like, how out of bounds he had gotten. And, right. but, but like you said, like, Sean and Ida are on, like, Wow. 150 yeah. eyes bugging out of their head. He said it. I'm grateful he said it only because it gave us the opportunity to see who they really were and how yeah. much they didn't deserve to be in the top two. So, of yeah. course, I don't ever condone anyone calling somebody something like that. And again, no. it's like not even an insult because, like, cool. You know what I mean? Right. It's not even, You're so it's not even that people pay you for sex. For sex. Awesome. Sorry. Like, that would never be an insult to me. Yeah. But you get But in the point. early 2000s, like. It was. Different. Yeah. Yeah, it was different. Right. It, it hit different, and we all know that. But, so we have our final fucking two couples, yeah, we guys. Do. We have yeah. our couple that's been together for seven months, Mr. Ryan Matsuflex and his girl Jenna. And we yeah. have our baby boy, tiny bowler Josh, and his beautiful <laughs> lady, Ashley. I know where my vote is. Oh, but I know where my yeah. vote is. There are some trailers for the finality that imply there's going to be a goddamn wedding. I a know. goddamn motherfucking yep. wedding. I'm upset. Wedding does not have to be the conclusion of a relationship. I know. You have to get married for it to matter. Uh, yeah, but it does make for excellent reality television. Oh my god! It's... And if it's not fucking Ryan and Jenna, I quit because I want those. <laughs> I want those idiots to fucking dumb marry each other. Right? I know, right? And then she can be like, life. Mom, Dad, look, it's okay now. I saved myself for marriage. Yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> you guys, I also have been doing a ton of research since I accidentally found out who won by accident. So then I just said, oh. fuck it. And I've been doing a ton of research, and I have so many updates for everybody on Yay. where they are next week. And it's going to be next week. We're going to get it yeah. all. We're going to... F- we're going to do the finale, and Andy's going to drop all of her knowledge. So thank Thanks, you for babe. your patience. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah. We're oh, here. Yes. We did it. Stay tuned. Keep it real. I love how many feelings just got hurt. <laughs> yeah, boy. If we put our boobs together, we can think better. Bitch, I will be ignorant all over your I'm sorry, but I cannot keep my clothes on. Where's the garbage? No. Right there. Pop culture. Subculture. Music. Horror, horror, sex, politics, art, and overall bad ass. This is Society 13, Redefining Podcasting.